Hello, this is Evangelist Valerie Laurie with Sharing the Word of God. So happy to uh, be with you again today. And we want to go ahead and get right into the Word of God. Today we're going to be coming from John chapter 4. And we are going to start at that 46th verse. And it reads like this. So Jesus came again into Cana of Galilee, where he made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then Jesus said unto him, Except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The nobleman said unto him, Sir, come down ere my child die. Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in which Jesus had said unto him, Thy son liveth, and believed, and himself believed, and his whole house. I have read to you from John chapter 4, verses 46 through 53. And our title today is, Lord, Heal My Son. Today we... we see a lot of people that have died in the United States due to the coronavirus. And so many are grieving in our nation and some have lost hope. And so today we come because we want to go over these scriptures because this set of scripture gives hope for any who are sick out there and for the families who are crying out for those who are ill. The story starts off as we would see any parent of a child who is sick. That parent wants that child to be made whole, to be made healthy. And I look at a lot of the commercials that are on TV that are related to the St. Jude's Hospital that the children are treated at St. Jude's Hospital and it is at no cost to to the parents. The parents are trusting that 
through the aid of the doctors, the help of God, that their children would be healed. That's the thoughts of any good parent, is that you want your child to be healed. So we see that here in the book of John, that the nobleman has heard about the Lord. And so Jesus has come back to the place of Cana of Galilee, where he turned water into wine. He took what was considered to be nothing. He had no grapes, but he had water. And he took what he had and changed nothing into something. And he changed water into wine at a wedding. So it recounts back that Jesus has come now back into Cana of Galilee. Where he made the water into wine. And then it ties it up and it says, And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. So I see a correlation. I don't know why it had to specifically bring up that he was back in the place where he turned water into wine. But I see that there has to be a reasoning behind that because he's tying up this event with this nobleman with the city where he changed nothing, meaning no grapes, from water that was there and he turned it to wine. So we're going to see an illustration of where Jesus is calling on this man to believe, although he cannot see a promise being done because the son is not going to be present with the father, but he's asking him to reach out in faith and believe that what God says he will do, he will do. So it says that there was a certain nobleman and any time that there is a, it says a certain person, I want you to understand that you and I can be that certain person. And it says whose son was sick at Capernaum. So he's so sick that he is in his bed and he is near death. The Bible declares that when the nobleman heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him. Anytime that we see that there is a need and that there is an answer somewhere, we're going to go to where the answer is. And so this man I imagine that if his son was sick and he lay near the point of death, it doesn't say that he had gone to doctors before with his son, 
but it kind of seems to reason that he he may have already done that and gone to other doctors and to seek out medical treatment for his son and his son still couldn't get his healing. So the nobleman decided to go and to talk to Jesus and to beseech him that he would come down and heal his son who was at a point of death. Can you imagine looking at your child whom you love and many times you hear parents say that the child is supposed to outlive the parent. But here it was that the nobleman was looking at his child laying sick in the bed and he wanting someone to come and help his child. Imagine how many people across the country, across the nation, across the world feel as they look at their loved ones if they can see them dying of the coronavirus in the hospital wanting to change some things they want to stop some things and even if you just look at any illness and how your loved ones have to suffer through whatever they are going through you want to change it so the nobleman's heart we can empathize with because so many of us have been there So many of us have done that. So we have empathy for the nobleman. We have empathy for the mother if she's still around and it doesn't even talk about her. But because we've been there, we can feel the pain, the heartache, possibly the fear of knowing that you can lose your child. So this daddy made the effort to go out and to see Jesus and to go and meet him and to see if he would come and heal his son who was laying at a point of death. So he goes to where Jesus is and and then said Jesus unto him because he had to ask him a question. He says, except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. So Jesus is talking not just to him, but he's talking to the crowd that is there. Except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Jesus is wanting him. Jesus is wanting the people who are there who come to seek signs and wonders from him. Just as like Jesus had mentioned before, when he had fed the multitudes, people continued to come to him because of the signs and the wonders. But he wanted them to grasp hold of who he really was, that he was the son of God, that he had dominion, that he had power, that he was the one who could speak a thing and it would happen. So he says, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Throughout the Bible, 
It talks about how the signs and the wonders of God were shown as he was bringing the children of Israel up out of Egypt. And so what do you do when you've seen the signs and the wonders and it's been talked about before over and over again? It ought to get to a place where because the signs and the wonders have happened before, that you get to the place where you believe God and what God says. But what happens when you get to a place in time where you run into something that you've never seen before? How is it? What do you do? How do you believe God then at that point? So it was with here. We've gotten to a place with God in this time when he's the nobleman is there and he's asking for Jesus to come here to heal his son. And Jesus is wanting to get the people to get to another reality where we're supposed to be growing in our faith. We're supposed to be going from glory to glory. We start out with milk, but we're supposed to end up eating strong meat in the word of God. So it is that with faith, we go from glory to glory. So what is it that you do when you reach out to God and you got no point of reference? What is it that we do with coronavirus that we've never seen it on this wise before where corona is killing people left and right? We've got nothing to compare it to as corona because this is a different kind of plague that is on the earth. And so it is that Jesus says unto him, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. But the question is, when will we get to the point where we trust God because he is God? When will we get to the point where we abide? He who abides in the secret place shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. When will we get to the place where we know that he's covering us with his wings and that he is going to take care of us? When will we get to the place when we can reach out just as Jesus did, only having water and no grapes. And he took what looked like nothing and changed nothing into something. And he calls that water to turn into wine. How is it? that we don't have faith enough to believe that we've seen God through so many things before where God has come and he's touched our lives, where he's brought us up out of the muck and the miry clay, where he's brought us from time to time again, that he's healed us and he's brought us through, that he's protected us in dangers, that he's watched over us, that we got to get to the place that we believe God, even though we can't see it right now. We we believe and we step into what is invisible and we catch hold of healings by faith. We catch hold of that God can do a thing, even though we may not see it right now, but we believe every promise in the word of God. 
God, that it is yes and that it is amen, that our Heavenly Father is watching out for us and that our Heavenly Father wants to take care of us just like a father takes care of his children. Our Heavenly Father wants to take care of us. So God is wanting us to get to the place where we believe him, even though we cannot see a thing, we believe it and hold that our God is working things out for our good and that Jesus wanted this man to see that he didn't have to go with him that whatever his his word says when he sends a word out his word will do what is sent out to do so if he says that your son will be healed then you just got to believe that your son will be healed you got to walk it out by faith even though you don't see it God wants us to get to that place that when we don't see something we know that God is working it out for our good we know that in in whether it's instantaneous or whether it's over a gradual process that if God says it's got to happen God says it's got to happen it will happen so he speaks to the nobleman And he says, except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The nobleman saith unto him, Sir, come down ere my child die. But it's got to get to a place where when God says it, we believe it. We had a saying that when God says something, I believe it. And that settles it. When God says something, whether you believe it or not, it's bound to happen. It's got to happen. You got to mix your 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 belief with faith in God. You got to know that God is going to work it out. You got to catch hold to that word. You got to let that word sink down into your spirit. God says he's going to heal my son. God says he's going to heal. He's a healer of our bodies. God says he's our shield and he's our buckler. God says that when when he speaks, it's going to happen. You can count on what God says. You can count on it as a promise that he's going to fulfill. The man says that to Jesus. Come here. Come down ere my child die. But Jesus said unto him, Go your way. Your son lives. So what do you do when you've heard that your loved one is going to be healed? You hold on to it by faith. And you thank God for what he said. I believe that my son is going to be healed. I believe that God is going to pull my child up out of this illness I believe what God's word says and you hang on to that the enemy wants us not to believe in the first place but when God is speaking to us he wants us to believe what he says is going to come to pass and so it was that Jesus spoke to the nobleman is Jesus speaking to you is Jesus speaking to me believe that it's going to happen Believe that it's worked out. Believe that it's real. Believe that what I say is going to come to pass. And can you hang on to that by faith? And the man 
believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. Think about it. He's walking back to wherever his son was, and he held on and he believed God. How many people believe God today? Can you can you hold on to what God's word says? And can you, at this point in time, maybe you are the only contact person for somebody who is laying sick. Can you believe God that God is a healer? Maybe you're the only person who can reach out to God for somebody who is sick. And when you get back the answer that I am, I am healing this, this person. I am healing your, your mother. I'm healing your son. I'm healing your daughter. I'm healing your brother. I'm healing somebody that you know. Can you rejoice in God that it's already done? Even though you may not see it right now, it's already done. The nobleman had to hang on to what God said, but he could not see it. Because he wasn't there with his child. But he had hope in his heart. He had faith in God. That what God said in his word. That his word it will do what it's sent out to do. He, I imagine he thought about all the people who had received their healings from Jesus. And though Jesus was there to lay hands on many of them. He had sent out his word that his son would be healed. And so the nobleman had to catch it by faith. Uh, Can you reach up and can you catch what God is doing in your life? Can I catch what God is doing in my life when he speaks a thing? And it's got to happen. Because the Almighty has said that it would happen. Can we catch a hold to it by faith? Can, as this nobleman was walking back, going back to where he came from, coming from a child who was laying near at the point of death and he's got a word from God that he's going to heal his son that his son is already healed can you hear God saying for your loved one can you hear God saying if you will just reach out yourself and you will be the point of contact for somebody who cannot call out for themselves For somebody who is laying in a hospital bed somewhere, can you be the point of contact for that person and hear that God says that I will heal your child. I will heal your loved one. Just don't give up. Uh, Don't turn a deaf ear to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Even though you cannot see it right now. And it may look a certain sort of way. Can you hear the spirit of the Lord saying, he is healed. She is healed. Your child is healed. Can you reach out through faith? Reach up through faith and pull that thing down. Knowing that God is going to give it to you. That you just continue to believe God. That you've prayed and your prayers are answered. That you've prayed and the breakthrough has come. That you thank God for this person's healing. That you thank God for the victory and the healing of the person. He said to him, he said, Lord, come here, lest my child die. But then Jesus tells him 
that your child is healed. He says, go thy way, thy son liveth. He's not dead. He's not going to die. He's alive. And then the nobleman, he caught hold to what Jesus said, and he went his way. The Bible says, and as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Amen. So he got a testimony that what God said that he would do, he would do. There are testimonies throughout that what God says he will do, he will do. I want to build people up who have people who are sick. That there are testimonies that are coming in that God brought them through. God has brought people through Corona. God has healed people of cancer. God has healed people from heart attacks. That what God says that he will do, he will do. It says that the nobleman inquired of the hour in when his son began to amend. And they said unto him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. Psalms 20 and 7 says, some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord. It says, Psalms 37, commit thy way unto the Lord and he shall bring it to pass, whatever thing that you're asking of him. We got to trust in the Lord that he is our refuge. He is our fortress. And in him we trust. He's our shield. He's our buckler. And so we got to trust in him. The nobleman, he wanted to know about that time that his son was healed. And he says, so the father, he inquired and they said that, It was about the seventh hour that the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth. And himself believed and his whole house. And so we got to stop and we got to think. The man, the nobleman was having dialogue with the Lord. And while he was having dialogue with the Lord, his son was being healed on the other end. Many times we have dialogue with the Lord in prayer. And we ask God to meet the petitions that we have, hallelujah, in our heart. And we're praying and we're beseeching God for healings. We're praying and beseeching God for breakthroughs. We're communicating with God. And so it is that when we communicate with the Lord, while we're in that very moment, that prayer is being answered right then and right there. And so it was that the nobleman was having dialogue with God, but on the other end, on where his son was, healing was already taking place. So we pray to our Father, we pray unto our God, and prayers are being answered. Even though we may not see the manifestation of it right then, we got to hold on to it and then just walk 
walk towards it and know that God has already answered prayer. Hallelujah. God has already worked it out. Hallelujah. We believe God that he's already done. He's already done. Answer the prayer. He's already fixed it. It's already worked out. We just got to believe it in faith. Yes, God has heard that thing that we have asked for. God is touching the body of he of loved ones. God is healing. God is sending his power through the blood. God is sending his power through every part of the DNA of that person. That God is working it out. That the healing hand of God is on our loved ones right now. Because we've asked it and God has heard our prayers. Uh, God is working it out for good right now. God is going in right now and God is healing sick bodies and God is casting out those diseases oh God that are plaguing our people right now. Oh God we lift up our holy hands and we believe you God that what you said you will do you will do just as you heal the nobleman's son from sickness oh God oh God you healed him oh God in that hour oh God and in the same hour of prayer that we pray for our loved ones God we believe God that you're doing what you said you will do and that prayer works and that it's already done that healing is already taking place uh, that our deaf eyes are being opened oh God and blind eyes are being opened deaf ears are being opened God bodies racked with pain of being healed God because we believe your word God God you are answering the prayers of your people right now God and we believe it just as the nobleman believed it in the same hour that he talked to the Lord God's manifestation powers of healing were going and interacting with the body of his son and he was bringing about wholeness and he was bringing about divine health and all the nobleman had to do was just believe that word that God said that when God said his son was healed that's all it was it was settled in heaven that his son was healed and so he walked back to the house and he was met by his servants he was met by them and they let him know your son liveth that was the testimony that was the testimony of them thy son liveth it was at that same hour that he began to amend as Jesus spoke it out thy son liveth so it was so it was that the word of God met up with the body of the sick son and it infused him with the healing power of God his son was healed and so it was that everybody who heard that that the son liveth that was in that household and the father who had heard Jesus speak it they believed on God and his whole house that what God says in his word he is able to do so you catch hold of that by faith today what God says in his word he is able to do what God says in his word he will do amen 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 so you've already prayed and you've believed God now stand on the promise of God well we thank you today for 
listening to this word and I hope that that gives you some encouragement and some faith that when you are dealing with illness and sickness and disease bring it to God and you believe and you trust in the Lord and reach out in faith for somebody who can't reach out for themselves and you pray and you believe and stand on the promises of God. This has been Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you again with sharing the word of God. Until we meet again, you be blessed and just walk it out by faith. It's going to be all right. We just going to have to trust in our God. Until we meet again, be blessed and bye-bye.